Welcome to Cartwheels on the Sky, Poets, Poems, and Discovery. I'm your host, Blake Moore, and for the next 30 minutes, you are going to get a look into the poems and process of Habez Churchill. Former Poet Laureate of Ukiah, Habez W. Bill Churchill first started submitting poetry for publication in 1979, becoming a member of the Ina Coolberth Poetry Circle in Berkeley, a membership that he maintains to this date. He has been an active poet teacher with California Poets in the School since 1998, and he teaches poetry at Mendocino County Juvenile Hall. As a bilingual poet, he writes in English and Spanish, and he has toured Spain and Cuba with a contingency of Bay Area poets. He has also been widely featured around Mendocino County, Berkeley, San Francisco, LA, and Vancouver, British Columbia. Bill is a married single dad, but his sons now have wives and children of their own, so now he is grandfather of five. He's an avid water person, and he sails San Francisco Bay and swims with pentapods wherever and whenever they pop up to say hi. He wants listeners to know that he has a deep connection to the south coast of Mendocino as his great-great-grandparents, John and Carrie Johnson, arrived in Point Arena on a Norwegian lumber schooner from Oslo in the 1850s. What you're going to hear now is a conversation between me and Bill Churchill earlier this week. Hello, Bill Churchill. Welcome to Carlos on the Sky. It's just such a pleasure to have you here on the phone with me talking about poetry. Oh, it's no, it's a pleasure and it's an honor for me too. Thank you. Will you do us a favor and start us off with a poem? Okay. Um, I'll start you off with a poem that, um, um, that, was a uh, was problematic. I, I'm I'm bilingual. I I speak Spanish and English, and I write in both. And a lot of poems I write are are, uh, are in Spanish, and they and I translate them back into English. Uh, not too long ago, I was invited to read at a a Cinco de Mayo celebration in Ukiah, and this is before being poet laureate or anything. And and I oh, I was really thrilled, and I got up on the stage, big crowd, you know, and the and I read this response poem, uh, bilingual, and the audience just, they, they just really participated. And a big applause, and I turned around and got off the stage, and there were a little group of merchants from town standing at the bottom of the steps, and they looked at me um, uh, in, a, in, 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 in a very angry way, and they said, don't ever, don't ever uh, perform here again. Uh, they were very threatened um by the the uh, you know by the by the response uh of the spanish speaking public and so, so the fact that it was bilingual and, and you you riled the and were, and and i you and i'll read the poem to you but um but um but then a few months later i, I i'm with the literary committee and and you guy have been for a long time and and they said would you accept um being nominated for poet laureate and i said are you sure because <laughs> i can't read downtown anymore anyway so that's so i'm going to read this poem and uh, i don't know how many bilingual readers or bilingual uh um listeners you have but but this is to them too okay Thank you. all right it's called un dia de estos one of these days y que sea pronto and i hope it's soon 
no nos llamaremos adversarios ni forasteros indocumentados. We won't call one another adversaries or illegal aliens. Un día de estos, one of these days, y que sea pronto, and I hope it's soon, no habrá que nos divida ni paredes ni orillas, sino compartiremos ambos lados. We won't be divided by either walls or shores, but we will share both sides. Un día de estos, one of these days, y que fuese pronto, and that be soon. No andaremos extraviados, rojo contra azul, gabachos y mojados. We won't be estranged red against blue, white trash and wet backs. Sino nos revelaremos el camino y nos trataremos como hermanos. But we will show one another the way and treat each other like brothers. Un día de estos, one of these days, y demasiado pronto, way too soon. No habrá ricos gringolandeses ni pobres latino, afro y nativo americanos. There won't be rich gringos and poor Latin, afro and native Americans. Sino puros sobrevivientes, only survivors. Y serán pocos, and just a few. Un día de estos, one of these days, y ojalá pronto, and hopefully soon, enfrentaremos lo que nos separa. We will confront that which divides us. El avaricio y el miedo avarice and fear, y repartiremos lo que queda, and we'll share what's left. One of these days, un día de estos, y debe de ser muy pronto, and it better be soon. Dejémonos de ser mayoría y minoría, homofóbicos y machistas. We should cease being majority and minorities, homophobes and sexists, y dar paso al solidario, and give solidarity a chance, antes que ni. Se nos vence el paso before our chance is gone. Yes. So that, that got me in trouble. But as a poet and an artist, when you're invited never to return because of revealing prejudice and racism or sexism, man, that's the biggest prize there is. Oh, and I've won that prize a few times. I'm not welcome in a few states. Not in Arizona. Not <laughs> Texas. Not in Alabama. Go figure, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for giving uh, for, for being such a voice. I think that's why I wanted to have you on the show. And a lot of people in the county don't know you as Bill. As you said, your your gringo friends call you Bill, and you're also high. Yeah, yeah. Correct. That's all right. I'll answer to both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to read, because it's what we do, you know. Yeah. Um, with uh, with kids, it's uh, um, California Poets in the Public Schools. I, I think I sent you a copy of this with the, this year's poems. Um, I work juvenile hall, and um, the kids at the juvenile hall, and you know, in Ukiah and Mendocino County, have have just had so much success getting into the state anthology, and it's you know. Not if we're you know uh, in competition with with so many much more advantaged kids, et cetera. Right. But it's what they have to say and how they say it. And so this is to them. Okay. It's not is the title of the poem. It's not who you are, who your parents are, were, or not. Which side of the tracks, housing tracks, shelter, or bridge you slept under. It's not where you studied ivy-walled or iron-barred, 
It's what you carry. What's inside your chest? Gay, bi, or straight? Red or yellow, black or white? What you have to say now, if only just once you say it. Every word, razor sharp, a landed punch. So everyone who hears bleeds the same color that boils through your veins. It's what, what you have to say, your truth. And I said, I'm listening. Yes. That always chokes me up, man. Yeah, yeah. I love that about you, too. When you read, you bring so much of the emotion into your words that I end up just washed in goosebumps. And I really feel the way the emotion and the kind of passion. And there's this, like, romantic pathos that just, like, everything about your love of life, it sings from your poetry. Oh, thanks. Hey, I got this other one. And okay. it's an older poem, but it's an older poem, but but um, but you know we've um, we've lost um, a lot of beautiful sights to fire. We've lost we've lost some beautiful human beings to not only fire but to the to to COVID and and uh, and this poem I wrote a while back. Uh, um, to uh, to an orchard that is no more, in memory of uh, my uh, paternal grandfather and uh, one of his colleagues, a man named Roswell Cochran. They got together and uh, hooked up with uh, General Pershing and Chase Panchovia in New Mexico in 1915, and went to went to went to France in 1918 and came back and a lot of them went on to fight Franco in the Lincoln Brigade in, you know, 1937. So uh, this is to, to those we've lost, okay? It's called Roswell Cochran's Orchard in memory of those we've lost. Roswell Cochran sleeps, but his orchard still remains. Broken ranks of trees, long unattended, twisted noble, gray, sport, a staggered burst of color, one sweet branch of petals after another, like boutonnieres on old men gathered in a park, once slender, supple trees, paced off and at attention eighty years, missed hugs of the empty space and pieces, those still standing reminisce of highways cut to honor each man's land, of trains at Warfield Station, of schools that opened two weeks late for the harvest to come in when prunes were still a money crop and songs were three a dime. The empty spaces speak that they will not be filled. No absentees replaced, lest destiny and old friends be forgotten until the lot and memory is raised until the last tree falls. Mm. Oh, Bill. You like that? Oh, of course I do. Are you kidding? It's fantastic. You know, right now with the smoke hanging in the air and the feeling we all have, and really it brings up so much inside me. I've been finding myself every day, multiple times a day, all the time practically, just talking to the trees around me, telling them how much I love them and Uh, how sorry I am about all their relatives. The tree people are really suffering. And then last night I was outside and I saw this turquoise sparkle coming from the ground. And 
as an artist, I thought, oh, I probably left some piece of something. You know, it's one of my, <laughs> my baubles yeah, on yeah. the ground. And I go over, yeah. and it was a spider. And it's a gray-looking uh, spider, and it, was, and it blends perfect with the ground. You don't see any of that sparkle, that iridescent thing. And then the minute I stood up, there's that purple turquoise coming at me again. I'm just like, wow, spider. And those are the kinds of things that, you know, we talk a lot about our structures and, of course, awful, our earth, you know, and all of the creatures are also part of so much of the devastation that's happening and it's, yeah. it's a lot to sit with every day and stay peaceful. And, I, you know, and that's so difficult, but so not important, but essential, essential. To, uh, to, to reconnect. I mean, Lisa and I went out to uh, Namata Big River yesterday and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and uh, got in the, in the water with one of our little pinniped friends and, uh, and uh, and and uh, swam from the breakers into uh, well inside the 101 or is it 101? No, it's the highway one, one bridge. And uh, and the thing that that the purple that you described is uh, underwater is eelgrass, and it's uh, not only is it that iridescent color, it's like almost uh, neon sometimes. Right. But what it induces is uh, complete vertigo. <laughs> so you, you look like you're drunk when you're getting out of the water, you know. It's, but it, yeah, but it uh, it puts you back into that world, and uh, I love that color too. Anyway, I got to be honest here. This is I just wrote this. This the the, the ink is still dry on this okay, one. Okay. Okay. And it has to do with what we do. It's called first spoken words. Their feelings so poignant fragile egg that best remain unspoken nestled in the down of the heart until such time that they more fully formed must test their shell or wither stillborn promises unkept much as a dream breaks from deepest sleep into conscious light to fledge upon first spoken words amniotic wings unfettered by doubt Fear of falling short to fly, albeit awkwardly, one heart to another. I just want to take a moment and let you know that was the voice of Habez Churchill. I'm Blake Moore. This is Cartwheels on the Sky on KGUA. Well, Lala. Okay. Sit with that for a second. It's hard for me to jump right in and start talking. You put me in silence. No, it's wonderful. Okay. You just wrote that. Yeah, I think that's, that's really the challenge for us as human beings. And I think as poets especially, we our role is to be in the now. I just want to uh, coast on that. And, and, and that's like when I've done readings, um, and I've been lucky, man. That's I think to, just to be asked to read is, is, is the biggest acknowledgement I know, other than being not asked to read ever again. Um, <laughs> and... and uh, uh, the uh, the way that I've uh, love that I've come to love to to do a reading, which is frustrating to organizers, is as I'll I'll read a few introductory poems, and then and then have the open reading, and then and then I'll respond to, to all the poems that touch me, and then give them a chance, and that 
and that and that levels the field, man. And that um, and that that's yeah. But it's honest, you know. That's it's easy to come in with your best stuff and and or what you think's your best stuff and lay it out and um, um, and then withdraw. That's not what this is about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think one of the hottest readings I've ever been to in my whole life I organized, and that was with you, Teresa, and DeVoe, and you did a Valentine's Day reading here in, uh, <laughs> in Ukiah, man. You picked three saucy ladies to be your Valentine poets. <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was not a coincidence, man. That was so <laughs> deliberate on my part. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't even come fun. close to what you guys do you know so you that were was, poet laureate uh, you were poet laureate of Ukiah was yeah. that when you were poet laureate of Ukiah when you organized that yeah yeah Yeah. I took over that Thursday night uh, venue and kept it going for a while and then I I got really ill and uh, and almost kind of uh, almost you know out. didn't come back and, and then I think I, I, and then it was left to whoever the incoming poet laureate was um, I think Michael Rydell, what a, what a magical voice, man. Uh, he took over, and then, uh, um, and then I think uh, in lieu of uh, our current laureate, I think Dan kept it going. So it's still going, but uh, not, not, not live. But, I mean, it's, uh, it's always been really well attended. It was, it's, been, it, it, it's a good thing. It's just like yours, you know. Yeah. That, yeah, and I got to read, and I got to read for Writers Read in the fall of last year. Yeah. It's a wonderful read. Yeah. It's amazing community. Yeah. I mean, that's I think this for Cartwells on the Sky. I'm focusing primarily on Mendocino County for the first 13 weeks, just to highlight how many voices that are so powerful and so grounded and so connected and reflective of this universal vision that we have right here in our county. We often think. You know, bigger world sometimes, and we have such a big world here. I just really wanted to highlight all the people who've inspired me and the poets that I look to when I want to read poetry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, 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 again, I got in trouble with some oh, people. When I, I bet you did. No, 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 it's okay. It, that's what Jabez means, you know. Well, means that's why you close. work at Juvenile Hall. We yeah, understand, no, Bill. I get it. <laughs> but anyway... I brought in uh, poets from the Greater Bay Area, even friends from uh, Vancouver, to read at that reading, and um, and uh, and they were so thrilled to be invited here, and so impressed by um, you know the just uh, the response and the quality of the poetry they heard in the open mic, and they keep asking, when can we come back? When can we come back? And the complaint was, hey, this should be a local venue. So, um, so um, uh, I'm oh, excited. Local, local yeah, wine. I'm excited that you're going to bring in some, some, you know, some, some voices from the, you know, from outside the area, just because, just because. Uh, you got to stay inspired. It's important. You got to stay inspired. Yeah, and, and it's. With the third Thursday poetry, I mean, I will feature poets from Mendocino County, but it's often, you know, as far away as San Diego County, and it yeah. has to be in California because we're we're poets and writers California reading series. But yeah. I reach all over the state, and I'm lucky because, like you, through California poets in the schools, we have quite a 
statewide network of poets yeah. who've also devoted themselves to sharing their love of language with youth as, as visiting artists in the classroom. And yeah. so there's just some really wonderful poets that I'm lucky because I'm exposed to that. And then through other things, I meet poets other ways. And so I, I feel it's kind of my cultural imperative locally to bring those voices to help us as poets here be inspired because, you know, writing is a lonely craft, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to make sure that Shut people up. who are listening, is there a way that people can find out more about you? Do you, you have to, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought that's, you were going to Oh, I didn't want to have to make Anyway, you know, this is, this is like in the late 90s, I, I produced uh, two um, chapbooks and uh, – self-published and then after that I, I did two books in the early I think it was 1999 and, and 2000 or something like that produced two books to uh, Kalupi Press it, it was it was so much fun uh, it was Arthur Dawson's press and he handpicked the illustrators and it was just I was blown away it was fun right. but then I had to like then I had to promote it you know I had to impose upon uh, all my friends and family to buy books and that I didn't, I didn't do that. I just don't do that anymore. It's just, yeah. I don't want to do that anymore, but I've been really lucky to get, uh, to get published in some really nice uh, college journals and anthologies, uh, you know, win some prizes and stuff like that. You know, and I, I still do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you get published in a journal or, in an anthology or you like thousands of people read that, you know? And, uh, so I, I, that's, that's, and, and then readings, I love to do readings. So, uh, all you have to do really is Google Javis W. Churchill and, and all of those, um, all of those things that have been published are, are there, you know? Um, and, uh, um, so that's what I would Right, and you're also in the the Mendocino County Anthology of Youth Voices, always in the back of that, and have been for a real long time. So yeah, yeah, right. that's right. That that was a, that's a, that was a nice book, man. And it's still happening. It's not done. We're gonna do it every year. We're gonna no, really? Yeah, it's happening. It, you, you, it's happened every year <laughs> since you've been working working with me. Yeah. Oh no, no, I didn't. I, I met the other anthology that came out a couple of years ago oh, with all the poet lawyers. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I it, that that's fun. I mean, but you're always, but I'm saying you're always in the anthology of youth of youth voices as a poet teacher because of the yeah, but juvenile hall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll anyway. take, I'll do a little search because I I like to put I I will archive this show on my website and then I'll find some ways that people can find can read some more of your work because it's it's so nice to hear you read, but it's also your on the paper there's an elegance to the way you put words together and the bilingual quality of your language that really uh, works on paper as well as to the ear so what I'd love for you to do is take us out with a poem okay this is um, this, this this got um, this got published by uh, Don Emblem uh, who was uh, the head of the English department at Santa Rosa Junior College for decades he was called the curmudgeon, but uh, um, but when you got his approval, it was it's just you know it was um, and he had his own press. It might still exist, um, and 
and, um, and, and uh, people don't know uh, that Santa Rosa Junior College is one of the top three junior colleges in the United States of America and has been over for over 50 years. It's, uh, it's just a local school. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll do it in Spanish and I'll do it in English. It's not a long poem. Okay. It's called A Ti Te Canto. A Ti, Tierra Querida, De Volencia y Pena, Te Canto. En Templo de Puros Árboles y Cielo, Canciones que me heredaron, Melodías a teclas blancas, Semi-mentiras que me cantaban a mí, Canto a los marchitos, Los que en memoria nos esperan, Sombras atrapadas en polvo y añicos, Ecos alados entre velas, Por los zócalos vacíos de Texas y Arizona, Los golfos de México y Persia, Y fuera al pleno mar, A lo siente pleno mar, Canto a los vivos, Legales e indocumentados, las putas y sus chulos, y a los que no me escucharán, canciones que me apenan y complacen, melodías a teclas negras y a blancas, notas bemoles y eternas, enteras, completas y verdaderas, que ojalá tierra herida, morada y querida, te cantarán en armonía a ti. Te di I sing. To thee, sweet land of opulence and sorrow, I sing. And around houses of living trees and sky, songs that were bequeathed me, melodies played on white geese, half-truths that were sung to me. I sing to the dead, those who in memory wait, shadows caught amidst the dust and broken pieces, echoes foiled, between the main and jib, across the emptied zócalos of Texas and Arizona, the Mexican and Persian gulfs, and out the shining sea. I sing to the living, legal and undocumented, prostitutes and johns, and those who would not hear songs that pain and please me, melodies played on black and white keys, half notes, whole notes, real notes, that they, oh sweet, wounded, purple band, might sing in harmony with thee. Oh, all right. That's what I get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Tell you. No, man. Yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. I'm Thank so... Such a bringer of great words out into the planet. You really make my heart sing every time I hear you. So. Uh, I just... Love, just love being in your presence, man. I had a good time. Yeah. Thank you, Miss. All right. All right. Love you. <laughs> love yeah. you, too. And that was Bill Churchill, poet from Ukiah. You've been listening to Cartwheels on the Sky. I'm your host, Blake Moore, right here on KGUA. Stay tuned for some more great programming and have yourself a wonderful evening. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, I'll be back with Kirk Lumpkin from Lewis.